So you've managed to create your dream life, but you're beginning to notice that something is still missing. You have the career, you got the bag, but now you don't have anyone to share it with romantically. You've tried the dating apps, but you're noticing you keep getting the same outcome. Men find you attractive, but for some reason, they never commit to making you their wife. Becoming a wife takes more than just a pretty face and a home-cooked meal. You've got to heal your traumas, learn to communicate effectively, and embody feminine energy. On this podcast, I'm helping you look deeper than just using external tactics to find a man. Hi, I'm Delencia, a dating and confidence coach for women of color. Hang with me, and I'll put you on the path to becoming wifey material. Let's do this. Hey, wifey, and welcome back to the podcast. So glad that you're here on this beautiful Saturday morning, learning, investing in yourself. I guess it's not morning anymore, but you know what I mean. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad that I get to talk to you and invest in you as you are on this journey of becoming your best self. Just a few life updates for me. Oh my goodness. It feels like I turned 30 and my body is being extra sensitive. I am injured for the second time this year. And that's crazy to me because I was an athlete my entire life, never had any major injuries. And all of a sudden this year I have broken my toe and now I'm dealing with another injury. So I think this is just the universe's way of reminding me to slow down, to rest, to pay attention to what I can control and not try to overdo it. And I think that is a lesson that we can all lean even more into because with this particular injury, I'm literally having to sit around all the time and not do much. I've just had to kind of be, and that's the ultimate exercise in feminine energy, letting my boyfriend do lots and lots of things for me, which is sometimes hard because I I don't want to be a burden and I, and I don't want to feel like I don't add value to our relationship. And so that is a reminder for me, knowing that my value just doesn't just come and what I can do for other people, but my existence in and of itself is inherently valuable to the people that are important to me in my life. So hopefully that is a good reminder for you to rest, remember where your value comes from, and allow other people to help you because we can get in these modes and these moods where we feel like we do everything better ourselves. And sometimes we just need to sit back and allow other people to do things for us as well. Okay, wifey. Now, over the past week, I had a listener reach out to me with a particular question, and I want to start answering these questions for y'all on the podcast more often. This particular listener, Haley, she let me know that she met this guy who she thinks could have some potential. Maybe right, not right now, but maybe in a few months, it could be something more serious. But she's also recently gotten out of a relationship, and so she worries that there hasn't been enough time in between the two relationships. And here are my thoughts on that. One, time isn't really what matters here. Your heart is. So I wouldn't be trying to select some dates on a calendar and thinking, all right, now that it's been three months and two days, now I can officially give myself approval to move on to someone else. That's not really how it works. What really matters in this situation is your heart. What's going on in your mind? What's going on with you emotionally? That is what you need to assess to to determine if you can be in a new relationship with this person. 
And what I would focus on if I were you is investing in methods to help you get over your ex. Because if he is not the one for you, it doesn't matter how much love you have for him, it's never going to work and you're going to cut yourself off from even better love in other places. So figure out that what that is for you, whether that is therapy, if there's some maybe attachment style issues that you need to work through, some past trauma healing, things like that. Coaching, if you just really need next steps to determine what it is that you are going to do in your dating life or any other variation of coping mechanisms that you could be using to help you move on from your ex, that's what you need to be focusing on. All right. And then I want to remind you to not waste time in relationships that you aren't both ready for. So if you feel like you're still in love with your ex, so to speak, your heart is not open for this new person and you're going to end up hurting him and he's going to end up hurting you back, which is not fair to either of y'all. And you mentioned in your message that maybe it would be something that you could invest in, you know, six months from now or so. And I wonder, is that because he's not ready for anything right now? And if not, then he's not a husband right now. And you need to spend your time getting to know and investing in relationships with people who are ready right now. So if you aren't ready right now, and he's not ready right now, you're just wasting your time. And people ask me all the time, how to not waste your time. This is one of them by not being able to fully invest in relationships and what is the word? Um, Entertaining people who are also not able to fully show up with their husband qualities right now either. Okay. And that just leads me into everything else that we're going to be talking about today. What does it look like to be ready? What does it look like to be prepared for a relationship, for a marriage, for all the things? But I do want to give you a side note. I love answering questions like this. So make sure you're following me on Instagram at dating with Delencia so that if you have questions for me, you can pay attention to when I post, ask me anything or questions for the podcast. And when you submit your questions there, usually in my Instagram stories, I will be able to come back and answer those questions for you here on the podcast. So fun, fun, fun. Now, the title of this podcast, Becoming Wifey Material, when I say this, usually what I'm alluding to is my philosophy that you should be a wife before you ever walk down the aisle. It actually has less to do with a man and your husband and more to do with who you are how you carry yourself. It's not about the legal standing, but it's about your character and your way of being. Okay. So when your wife, you will always get found by a husband. Now, non-husbands will also try to find you too, but that's why it's up to you to know how to vet appropriately because a wife has the skill of discernment. She can tell when someone is a husband, she can tell when someone is running game, she can tell when someone is a great guy, but just not simply in alignment with her. And she doesn't let her emotions overtake her intuition and that wisdom that she innately has as a woman. Okay. But that's not the only skill set that a wife has prior to walking down anyone's aisle. She also has a bunch of different things that allow her to be a woman of value. 
that allow her to be a wife and ultimately be found by a husband. And I want to get into a few of those for you. So number two, because I guess discernment would be number one. Number two is that she's friendly and she feels good to be around. When people are in your presence, they can't get enough. They're like, wow, she's kind. She's good people. I don't feel like she's draining me. She's just an unkind, good person to be around. And women like that, no matter who it is, whether it's other women, whether it's men, people just enjoy being in your presence because like I said, you're good to be around. And so I want you to ask yourself, are you good? Are you friendly to be around? Do people enjoy being around you? And what kind of people enjoy being around you? Are, are these people that are chaotic and drama filled and toxic and pessimistic or are good people enjoying being around you? You know, are, are people that potentially would have similar qualities as a future husband, respectable people, valuable, high quality people, are those the people that are enjoying being around you? Because if not, maybe there's some self-reflection that you can do here. Now, number two, She's non-combative and peaceful to talk to. So when you have conversations with people, do they constantly turn into arguments? Are you constantly having to agree to disagree because everything is a fight? Are you constantly having to remove yourself from situations with people because every conversation you have tends to get heated? whether that be with other women or men or family or coworkers or whoever it is. I want you to pay attention to that. You should be able to have the majority of your conversations without them turning into a fight. And if they are, then I would especially wonder if you are leaning a bunch into your masculine energy, if you have this feeling where you you always need to be right or you always need to be in control. And that is not going to be conducive to a healthy relationship. Even if you really believe that you are right, y'all. I've had plenty of conversations with people previously where I really felt like I was right about something. But I know how to emotionally regulate. And I know how to hear when a person is really adamant in what it is that they're saying. And I know how to back off without it turning into anything. And we can still have a peaceful, calm conversation without either of us feeling like this was about to be a fight. You learn how to let other people win. And it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, dismiss your opinions. It doesn't mean that you have to pretend like you're wrong when you know you're right. It just means that you know how to pick your battles and you know that there will be times when you do need to stand firmly on your truth and, and get of it all you've got because the alternative of you being wrong or going with someone else's idea could be detrimental to you, your family, your health, something like that. But there'll be other times when you realize certain things just aren't a big deal and you're going to be okay either way. And so you just let people have it. Sometimes you have to know how to do that to have a healthy relationship. Now, number four, she is trusting, allows herself to be led. Y'all My clients, the people that listen to me, they want a masculine provider, protector kind of man in their life. 
And what makes it hard for someone to be a leader, to show up for you in that way, is if you don't trust them to lead you. Now, this could be because of traumas that you've had in your past. Maybe you have been taught that it is not safe to trust other people. And if that is the case, that is something that you need to do some self-work on and heal. But ultimately, if you want someone who's in their masculine energy, you need to know how to let the person make decisions and for you to go with those decisions sometimes, even if you think you potentially could have made a better decision. Because one of the top ways that you can trample someone's masculine energy is by constantly trying to overpower them and the decision making, constantly trying to lead them. And ultimately, if you realize you're really with a person that you can never trust, then they're probably not the right person for you. But if you have done a proper job in vetting this person and you know that they're a good person who generally makes good decisions and it's just your anxiety, then that's self-work that you need to do. Allow them to lead and then work on yourself. Emotionally regulate. Learn the difference between your anxiety and your intuition and when it is that you need to step up and say something because you're using discernment and your wisdom and when it is that you need to just allow the other person to lead and allow things to play out as they may. You cannot control everything. You cannot protect everything. You cannot avoid every risk that there is in this world. And that's just a matter of fact. Something that I mentioned at the top of this podcast that I'm learning when it comes to like the injuries that I've had this year, I can't control everything. I can do my part, but at the end of the day, some things are just going to happen. Sometimes you just have to let certain things happen. The feminine energy is a trusting energy. And if you cannot be in that trusting energy, then you will struggle to be with a masculine man. And I also want to say that sometimes it can be really relieving to be in that trusting energy, to allow other people to lead, to not have to have the burden of making all of the decisions. Because guess what? What happens when you let somebody else make the decision? If it doesn't go right, it's not your fault. It's not your fault that things didn't work out the way certain people expected them to. So there's a lot of freedom and a lot of relief when you lean into that trusting nature of yours, okay? Now, number one, two, three, four, five. Number five is she is supportive of her loved ones. When people are doing things, she's their cheerleader. She, especially when it comes to people that are really important to her, her loved ones, people that are really close to her, her man, she wants them to succeed. They have these ideas and she's the one that's right there saying, yeah, how can we make this work? How can I be there for you? How can I help you achieve this? You know, what your future husband doesn't want is for him to say, oh my gosh, we have this vision for our family. I think I can do this to help us get there. And for you to constantly belittle him or to tear down every single idea that he has. The last thing your friends want, this isn't even just limited to men, but the last thing your friends want is for you, for them to come to you and say, oh my gosh, I have this idea for a book or a business or da, 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 da. And you're always the person that's like shooting down their dreams. You know, you're trying to rain on everyone's parade. 
Ask people around you. Are you their supporter, their cheerleader? Or do you tend to rain on people's parades? And if you're always the party pooper, then maybe let's look at that and figure out what's really going on in your brain, why you can't be happy for people and support people and cheer them on and show up for them to help them achieve what it is that they're looking to achieve in their life. And maybe that's because you feel like people don't do that for you. But my challenge for you is for you to go first, because when you show up in support of other people, you will then find the people that will support you. And when it's not being reciprocated, you can use your wisdom to move away from those situations, okay? Because if you're constantly surrounded by people who are raining on your parade, maybe they're just not the people that you need in your life, especially if that's happening from men that you meet. Maybe they're not the person who is supposed to be in your life. Now, you can ask yourself, is it because, because you are not letting someone lead and you're constantly trying to do your own thing? And then in which case I would wonder, like, are, are you hyper independent? You know, is it always your way or no way? You know, are you completely ignoring other people's plans and goals? And, and do you have an aligned vision with these people that are in your life? You know, all questions to consider. Okay. Next one. She's secure in who she is and what she has to offer, all right? So when you think about how you show up in this world, when you think about how you interact with people, are you constantly fearing abandonment? Are you constantly seeking validation for other people? Are you constantly wondering what everyone thinks about you? If so, those could be signs that you're not really secure in who you are. When you go out and, and, and meet men that you're considering dating, are you constantly looking for them to, to validate the things that you are? Are you constantly looking for them to tell you, you know, how great you are? Are you secure in the fact that you know that you are a wife and that you know that you have the qualities that it takes to be an amazing woman, an amazing wife, an amazing friend, an amazing mother? You know, those should be things that you should know that you have within yourself. All right. And yes, sometimes I will ask you to ask other people what they see in you, because sometimes what we know to be true for ourselves might be reflected differently in other people. But that's from a place of uh, to just bring a deeper sense of self-awareness. It's not meant to tear down your self-esteem. It's not meant to make you think poorly of yourself. And if you're putting yourself down or thinking poorly of yourself as a result of what other people are saying, then you're not securing yourself, okay? But if you can take what other people are saying and just use it to reflect and to dig deeper into how you show up in this world to make sure that what you believe is actively being reflected out into this space, but still loving yourself and being kind to yourself through the process, that is being secure, okay? Now, next one, she's nurturing of herself and of other people. When I think of nurturing, I think of nutrients, you know? How when we take vitamins, it helps us to flourish, you know? And so if a woman is nurturing, she she invests in other things and allows them to flourish. When a man invests in her, she amplifies what it is that she's doing. When she's in a space with children, she's building them up and allowing them to become their best selves. And she does the same for her friends and, and for a man in her life and for herself. She nurtures herself. She takes, makes sure that she is 
taking care of her mental, mental, physical, spiritual health, all of those different types of things are important to her. When she's around, herself and the other people around her flourish. That is of a, that's a sign of a nurturing woman, okay? Next one. Or not next one. That's the last one, actually, that I'm going to get into today. Because there are so many other things that I could describe that would play into what it would look like for a wife, for someone to be a wife, for the characteristics that a wife would have. I listed out seven today, but there are a ton of others that we could get into. Let me know. Um, Send me a message if you want me to get into even more of what it could look like for someone to show up as a wife prior to walking down that aisle. But what I know as a coach is that if I give you too many, one, you're going to spiral and you're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to feel like you have all of these things to work on, which is going to ruin your self-esteem and which is going to actually prohibit you from improving in these areas to begin with. So I want you to pick a few that you feel like maybe you could use some deeper support with. And those are the ones that I want you to focus on first. Ask people around you that you trust, that you respect their character that you really think highly of, ask them if they see these qualities in you and ask for examples of how they see these qualities in you. And then just practice leaning into these qualities, not just with men, but with everyone around you, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers. Ask yourself, how can you use more discernment? How can you be more friendly? How can you be less combative? How can you be more trusting, more supportive, more secure, more nurturing? Play around with it. And as you do this, you will be a wife. And as a wife, you will be found by a husband because wives are always found by husbands. All right, my love. I am sending you all the joy, all the peace all the beautiful, positive energy that I can to you today. I hope that you're having an amazing weekend, that you're excited to move into fall, to move into the holidays and excited for what is to come in your life because tomorrow's reality isn't always dictated by what happens today. Just because you don't see the reality that you want today doesn't mean it's not on its way. Doesn't mean that you aren't actively doing what you need to do to get there. And so I just want to encourage you to know that it's coming, but to be kind to yourself today, to invest in yourself and be self-aware and grow, but also do that from a place of self-love, do that from a place of self-kindness and, and without a ton of judgment, because all that's going to do is ruin your self-esteem. All right. I love you. I hope you have a beautiful, amazing day and we will chat soon. Bye.